Hi everyone, my name is Vibhav and welcome to the last episode of season 2 of India Unplugged. In the first season, we discussed about the famous spices of India. And now in the second season, we are discussing about the world-renowned games and sports that originated in India but are now being famously played all across the globe. Today's episode is on the game that should be declared as the national domestic board game of India. Almost every kid in our country has played this game. When we got into the smartphone culture, app on this very beloved game became an instant hit. Moreover, do you know that this game is a connection between Ajanta and Alora Caves, the Mahabharat, the Mughal Emperor Akbar and the coronavirus lockdown in India. To everybody's surprise, it is a game, our very own Ludo. But before we start, let me just quickly go to the previous episode where we discussed about the playing cards. At the end of the episode, I shared some trivia on the game with you all. And so now let me share the answers with you. The first thing I asked was, whom do the King of Clubs and the King of Diamonds represent in the current deck of cards? Well, the King of Diamonds represent Julius Caesar and the King of Clubs represent Alexander the Great. And the next was, which king doesn't have a moustache? It is the King of Hearts. The third one was, which king has an axe instead of a sword? Well, this again goes to the King of Diamonds, that is our very own Julius Caesar. And the last one was, what are the dimensions in height and width of a card from a standard deck? Well, if we talk in inches, it is 2.5 inch by 3.5 inch and in centimeters, it is 6.35 centimeter by 9 centimeter. So now let's get back with today's episode on Ludo. The exact origins of this legendary game are uncertain. Although the earliest proof of this game comes from the historic Elora Caves in Maharashtra where the board game was depicted in the illustrations on one of the walls. This seems to suggest that Ludo was an Indian creation. For centuries, people have played similar versions of the game of what we know as Ludo today. It was played on various mediums like cloth, slate and boards using seeds, shells, staves or even dice. And now, after hundreds of years, the game can now even be played virtually in the form of a mobile app, where players can actually play the game virtually from their remote locations. Ludo was known by many names across different times in Indian history, like Chaucer or Chopper or Pachisi. The game eventually became famous and went around the world with many popular variations. For example, the Spanish version of the game was known by the name Pachisi. The Chinese version is known as Chatushpada meaning four pieces of a cloth. In Vietnam, it is called as Kokangua, where the game is modeled after a horse race with the pieces modeled as horse heads. In this variation, numeric 1 is given equal status to as that of numeric 6, meaning that a player can enter its piece into the play and can roll again when he gets numeric 1. Interestingly, it goes by the name Ludu in Africa. In this version of the game, if the two players are sitting opposite and are partners, the players can exchange numbers. Also, in this version, a player cannot move their first piece into the home column unless they have captured at least one piece of any of the opponents. I am sure these versions must be making the game very interesting. Ludo made an appearance in the great Mahabharat as well. It featured prominently as the game of choice between the Pandavas and the Kauravs leading to Draupadi's Chirharan, which eventually led to the war of Kurukshetra. While it is known that this event was like the final nail to the coffin that led to the war of Kurukshetra, 
What is less known is that the dice used in this disputable game had some magical powers. They would only obey their master's command. Some versions of Mahabharat explain that the dice were made from the cursed bones of the family members of Prince Shakuni. Hence, the dice would only obey his commands, so winning the game was a piece of cake for Shakuni and the Kauravs. From the mythology to the history, Ludo makes an appearance everywhere. Some historians suggest that Mughal Emperor Akbar used to play this game. But it had a slight variation. Instead of using shells or seeds, the emperor used real living people from his harem as pieces on a life-sized board. It is said that the emperor took such a fancy to playing the game on this grand scale that he had a court for Parchisi constructed in all his palaces. And the traces of such are still visible in Agra and Allahabad. In the year of 1891, a Britisher by the name of Alfred Collier modified the game by adding a dice cup to it and registered the game of Pachisi for a patent in the UK, naming it the Royal Ludo. Since then, the game became popular worldwide by this name and as we know it today. Later on, the British Royal Navy converted it into a board game called Akers. What is it about Ludo that has made it such a long-standing game across hundreds of years? Perhaps the charm lies in its simplicity and elegant design. Or maybe it is about the way it brings people together in order to spend some quality time. No matter what, one thing is for sure, Ludo is extremely fun and is as addictive as any drug. Well, now I have a short disclaimer. As this is the last episode, so no finding out exercise in this episode for you all. And so without wasting any time, let me just share this fun fact on Ludo with you. Ludo is the word that comes from a Latin word, which means I play. So with this, we come to an end of the last episode in the games of India. I hope you liked the episode and the season. If you haven't as yet, I request you to please subscribe to this podcast and also please share it with your friends, family members and your other social groups over WhatsApp or through any other portal that you use. Thanks a lot guys for being there. If you want to connect with me, my Twitter handle is at the rate of vibhavg16 that is at the rate of vibhavg16. You can give your feedbacks or tell me the topics on which you want me to come out with in the third season or even your views and insights on the topics covered thus far. Right then, take care guys, bye, cheers and see you soon in the third season.